And here are your homeroom announcements. Roses are red and violets are purple. I no longer want your ex-ass featured anywhere near my inner circle. You feel me? Hey, young bitch, I ain't on my ass. Oh, I'm just flexing on my ass. <laughs> no, legit, y'all. Welcome to Sunny School. We are talking all things about exes, okay? The good, the bad, and the ugly. My little sister legit said it best. Exes are short for examples, okay? Examples of relationships, people, energies, efforts, entanglement, situationships that you no longer want to be a part of. And you have every right to feel that way. So without further ado, grab your pen, your paper, your notebook, and your book bag, because we about to start Sunday school. Play my intro. Mm -mm, it's Sunday school, now it's time to start class. And don't be late before I will get on your... Oh, life lessons with every session, keeping it real. I'm packing the truth so we can help each other heal. Trash talking with a whole lot of sass. Don't forget your pen and paper, because it's time to start this class. Well, you know, you know it's a podcast. What's good, what's good, everybody? Welcome to Sunny School, the podcast with your favorite instructor, Sunny Forbes. This is legit going to be the best class ever, guys. We're talking about exes today. Such a weird topic, right? I know when I mentioned this to a couple of my friends, they were like, eh, how you gonna do that? And I'm like, I'm not exactly sure, but I do feel like it needs to be talked about. So here we are. Welcome to class, yo. So, um, exes. Ew. First and foremost, I want to know, why do we, and I mean we as in the class, anybody's listening, normally don't like our exes. Like, why on average, does it always have to be this bad? Like, why does it got to be that bad? Like, some people don't have to leave relationships with their exes on turmoil or super horrible terms. Like, it doesn't always have to be horrible. However, for majority of us, it's... Fuck my neck, I'm a dumb woman. It's like, really like, fuck, fuck you, fuck you, fuck you. To hell with you, you feel <laughs> You feel me? Like, I don't, I can't even be mad at you for feeling that way because it's really like, wow. When you look back sometimes, I don't know about y'all. I know about me. When I look back sometimes and be like, wow. Oh my God. Oh my God. I'm like, I can't believe that that's what you was into. Like, you was into that. Just, just, just look at yourself in the mirror and just really look at yourself deep down in your eyes and your soul and remind yourself. Humble yourself because you was into that. So I think there's a level of cruddiness that we can't give our exes but so much because they were not dating themselves. They were dating us. <laughs> me, you, he, she, we, me, it. We all wumbo. You feel what I'm saying? <laughs> no, really. Like, I, I don't. That's, I think that's another reason why I probably won't always go into, like, bashing my exes. I mean, I don't really, like. You know, I mean, shit, they, you know, they straight, like, we ain't cool, like, they, they cool, like, I mean, you cool within yourself and your own life and your own right, but, like, we ain't best buddies, we ain't gotta be best buddies, we ain't gonna ever be best buddies, we probably never best buddies, I don't really know what I had going on, but y'all straight, like, there's no beef, there's no bad blood, I wouldn't wish harm on you, just like I would hope that they wouldn't wish harm on me, you know what I'm saying, and especially with my first ex, that nigga can't wish harm on me because we did too much for him. I will save that for another part of either this podcast or a whole other story time because 
that is legit some something I'm still like I really can't believe like when you look back deep into my soul and my eyes me she we it her I'm like wow <laughs> whoa you've outdone yourself you have really outdone yourself like there's a level of humbleness that you can never forget ever and people who knew you at that time will never forget it either you can redeem yourself you can you can master the most utmost form of redemption and be you know the highest paid person the baddest be you could be out here killing the scene but i remember you when you won't dare yet and that nigga is definitely a reflection of that so <laughs> first and foremost i kind of wanted to get into a little bit about me and my little situation with my exes so technically i only technically can say i have one ex because i've only really been in one relationship you know um unfortunately for me it was so bad that i didn't want to get in anymore <laughs> i was like you know what you know i'm good like this whole relationship thing this whole be with somebody else share my life no i'm actually cool on that so i'm just gonna focus on my my grades and i'm gonna focus on my life and sports and my family and friends because you did a lot to me the second guy we weren't we were dating i can't promise you that our dating was monogamous on his behalf like i, I can't i can't i can't promise you that i know I'm always monogamous. Like, I don't, I don't dip and dabble. I don't cheat. I don't entertain. But I can't say that he wasn't doing that. However, he had every right to do so because we were just dating. Like, he was never my boyfriend. I was never his girlfriend. But I think I classify him as an ex because I, I've dealt with him for um, uh, less than a year. I would say probably like nine months, I want to say. And I know y'all probably like, nine months like what the and i'm like i know but for a person who don't do relationships or haven't done relationships that was a bit much for me and for a person especially an undergrad a person an undergrad who's never dated anybody never let anybody touch me no none of that like that was a lot for me so i classify him as an ex even though we never really had titles for each other we were dating and I, like i said i can't even promise you that if we decided to sit down and say that we were monogamous or whatever but i think the breakups, which is a whole other, you know, situation. Both of them broke up with me. So let's, <laughs> let's start there. Both of them broke up with me. Now the first one, just remember y'all, the first one, he is a whole nother story. Like he's literally a whole nother goddamn episode story time. He's a whole nother planet. Okay. Now the most recent one, which is, wasn't even recent because we broke up or he broke up with me about like 2015, right after I graduated. And it, it made it made the best sense. You know what I'm saying? Because I guess he just didn't want... I, don't give me the line. But either way, it made the best sense. You know what I'm saying? Because I was no longer in town. I'm no longer in this area with you anymore. Like, it just because it doesn't really sound fit. Especially if that's something you're not willing to work on. So now, boom, here I am, an ex, right? Now, the second guy, the, the most recent one, he broke up with me via Instagram DM. Never forget. <laughs> because... I had dropped my phone in the toilet. I was at a cookout and I dropped my phone in the toilet so my phone couldn't work. Back then, y'all had an Android. I was about that green life. I wasn't about the blue life yet. I wasn't there yet. I too have saw the light. Okay? I'm now green. I mean, I'm now blue light certified. But back then, I won't. So, y'all know, like, with Android, like, you know, you got to do the whole pop your battery out, put that joint in the, um, in the rice and so on and so forth. So, I was gone the whole weekend. So, I wasn't even able to really communicate with him. So, I guess because he wasn't able to verbally talk to me that he needed to hurry up and kind of like get it off his chest so 
he decided to DM me and like basically tell me that, you know, he don't think me and him need to be together anymore. I'm too good. This is that and the third, you know, all that bullshit. So I was like, damn, can we talk in person? Like, I, I just want cool for getting broken up with over a freaking Instagram DM. Like, what the hell is this? Like, damn, what's up with this? Like, that's crazy, nigga. Like, why are you going to do me like that? Like, why would you do me? Like, me, come on, me, me. Why would you do me like that? So we finally talked. He kicked it to me. It is what it is. You know what I'm saying? I I wasn't like trip. I was, you know, you you be hurt a little bit, but that bounce back didn't take long. You know what I'm saying? Like, because I wasn't really like, you know, we were cool. We were, The situation was kind of like a situation where two cool people decided to take it to the next level. And then once it got to the next level, we was like, oh, I was like, damn, we probably should have stayed at the first level. We probably should have never went to second base. Like, second base probably wasn't good for us. We should have just stayed at first base. First base was cool. First base was nice and safe. We were great friends, like, great friends. We had a great time, you know. But um, when we dated, things were just, like, you know, they were cool, you know, um, for what they were. But they weren't really, like, everything, you know. And I kind of knew always in the back of my head that this probably wasn't the end-all, be-all. So it wasn't really, like, the disappointment was huge or anything like that. But one thing I will say is with... The second guy in particular, it's nice to know, and this is for everyone, it's always things that you take from relationships, right? So things that you take from them, which are two L's, right? And a lot of people look at it as if like, oh, you got broken up with, you took an L, which, you know, if, if that's how you felt or that's how anybody else feels, then that's cool. But I looked at them as like lessons. You know, I learned a lot about myself within that relationship and I learned a lot about just relationships, period, or situationships, or everything that kind of like falls in the middle between that. Because see, we were doing things, excuse me, we were doing things um, that to me now, don't, I wouldn't do anymore. So like playing, playing girlfriend when I'm not a girlfriend and you know what I'm saying? Like kicking it and doing all this other type of stuff, spending the night. Like I just don't see like, and I think that's another thing that we kind of get mixy within this whole like talking stage. We're getting to know each other stage. Like it's kind of like, yeah, like I'm staying over here. You kicking in. We're here all types of hours of the night, but there's no thing. But it also too, on the other hand, you're like, I don't want to rush that thing either. I want to kind of take it slow, get to know you. So as an ex, a lot of the things that he's taught me, you know, there were things that I didn't even know about myself as a, as a young woman that I was um, extremely grateful to have learned about him. So so many things in particular about the second guy is that like I never forget um it was a situation where like we were in my room and I was we were ready to leave to go to his place and I had, like a duffel bag and like my trash can was full. You know, so he's like, um, let me let me get the trash. And I'm looking at him, he looking at me, we just looking at each other. And I'm like, What you mean get the trash? And he's just like, you know, let me get the trash and let me get your bags. And I'm like, huh? So you're going to carry my bags and the trash type type of shit? Like, that's weird. Like, why why are you even looking at my trash can in the first place? Me being so insecure, me being so weird and so, you know what I'm saying? Like, confused about relationships and not really knowing the, the nine or not really knowing, like, you know what I'm saying? Things or ways that women should be treated because I wasn't really shown that. That I I looked at it as a, as a like, why is you, like, you know, I'll get all defensive. Like, why is you my trash? Like, no, you don't need to take my trash out. Like, I will carry the bags. It's not that big. It's not that heavy. But it's not that. It's the point, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, that man wanted to offer me some type of help. And, and at some point, you got to let men be men. Like, I, I never understood the big deal in doing that. Especially now, though. So that's a lesson that I've learned and I've taken from him. One of the other things I've taken from him is that, like, he, even though, like, you know, we weren't, like, 
like, you know, on a scale of 10 to 10, we weren't 10. You know what I'm saying? However, he treated me like a, like a, like a, like a lady. And I don't want to say young lady, but he, he low-key treated me like a lady. You know what I'm saying? So he's always driving. You know, sometimes we'll go Dutch when we eat. You know what I'm saying? He's picking me up. He's doing this. And literally, it was to the point where, like, if I ever needed anything, and I even still feel like to this day, if I ever need anything where it's that deep or it's that serious that he would look out for me. And, and I will do the same, of course, with boundaries, you know, because now he has a situation and I have, a, you know, I'm in my, doing my own thing. But like respecting the boundaries and things like that. But I will say within that relationship, those were lessons that I walked away from that. So it's just little things that I look at now when I'm dating men or when I'm looking to date men. You know what I'm saying? Like, can you make me laugh? I used to kick and we used to laugh and joke and do does that I'm saying a lot of positive things about this guy because he's a good guy with a good heart. Do I want to date him again? Hell no. Let's just clear that part up. No, 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 no. I don't. Okay? But either way, good dude with a good heart and it's just things from that relationship that I will never be able to take away from him. And I'm just beyond grateful. Now, when it comes to the first guy, <laughs> when it comes to this guy, he was legit manipulative. He was a user. He was a moocher. He gives me the dude in acrimony vibes. And I give me Taraji P. Henson and acrimony vibes. Okay? And that's why I will argue with anybody to the end of the day about that movie. Because legit, like, bro, I was really really not right like he was he was not an okay man um initially this was the first person i was ever introduced to a relationship you get what i'm saying so it was fun it was cool i was in high school i was 15 y'all i was 15 i was one five okay so i was a baby i was stupid i was young i was naive i was just so desperate for wanting love that like you know what i'm saying like i was able or willing to allow so many things to happen because I didn't know. So he was legit the example. He was the prototype. He was like the blueprint of like, and not in a good way, but like the blueprint in a way where it's like, wow, I can't believe people treat people like this. I thought that, I didn't think nothing of it. Like I just thought that bro was legit a little off. You know what I'm saying? He needed help and I didn't really think, I, you know, I just thought it was a character flaw. And I didn't really look at it as if like, you know, the way somebody treats you is a reflection of how they feel about you or the way somebody, you know what I'm saying, wants to do for you is a reflection of how they feel about you and little things like that. So I wasn't really like mentally prepared for all the things I never forget. We was, we was, in, we was in school once, right? And this dude told me, you know, told me had a relationship. He just got a relationship or whatever. And, you know, it's kind of fresh and woo, 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 woo and dee, 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 dee. And I'm like, oh yeah, cool. You know, no big deal. He didn't live in the zone that I went to school in. So they do that a lot, like in the city and in the county. Like people come to the schools, they use somebody else's address, every we all know, come to the school to play football, to play basketball, to be an athlete for um our uh special programs that we have. Like my school had like the engineering program, other schools have like the IB program or like, you know, different texts and stuff like that. So he had got an address to be able to come to the school because his home wasn't in my range or his home school wasn't in my um district. So you know, um, he was like, he was going home for the weekend and that like he was going to link with his ex-girlfriend. You know what I'm saying? Because they were going to go get something to eat. And I remember it was um, CeCe's. CeCe's, you really used to be the spot in high school. All you had was five, six dollars. You know what I'm saying? Get you a water cup and get you a soda, a Sprite. You know, we used to really go crazy at CeCe's. So I'm thinking like, oh, damn, CeCe's. Damn, that sounds all right. CeCe's. I wouldn't mind going to CeCe's right now. But I'm like, all right, cool. I'm like, all right, cool. Y'all going to go to CeCe's, do your thing. And he stared at me. And I stared back at him, and we were just staring at each other. And he looked at me and was like, you not mad? And I'm like, no. Like, why would I be mad? He was like, because I'm going with my ex, you know what I'm saying, to go eat dinner. And I'm like, 
nah, like I don't, I don't, I don't really get it. Like you said, y'all were gonna eat dinner, right? So why the fuck would I be mad at that? Like stupid, 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 just so stupid, right? So stupid. Something like, all right, you know, ain't no thing. Whole time, I can't prove that he may have messed around with his ex or was dipping and dabbing and doubling back in that. I know she was a little crazy. Like, they were crazy over each other. And I think that's what he thought that I was going to be, is low-key, like, crazy and all wild. But I was like, nah, it's not my energy. It's really not the energy, fam. You guys have a great time, though. You know what I'm saying? So, um, that was, like, red flag number one. Uh, red flag number two was the fact that, uh, this guy was, um, 18. So, an adult by, by by age and I was 15 I, I told you I was I was 15 so you know the three years the 18 the whole high school thing like that whole little like that rape stuff is pretty real you know um but uh yeah so we weren't having sex so I guess that was okay I guess you know what I'm saying but um like I said it all took a toll for the worst based off the of things that I kind of went through within that ex with, within that relationship with that experience like I would say one thing that I took from him one thing positively that I took from him Outside of all the, the negativity that came with him, I would say probably 90-10. That's the ratio. So I, from, from, from my perspective, I would say 90% was just like, what the fuck? And 10, maybe I'll do, nah, maybe I'll do 80-20. I ain't even going to care about it like that. I'll do 80-20. You know, like 80 of it was just like, ugh, this is no bueno. Nothing about it is good. Nothing. No, not a thing is good. You know, and um, the other 20 was just like, you know what? You're a daredevil. And I enjoy that. Like, I enjoy living, like, on the edge. I enjoy saying, fuck this. Let's just do that. Let's just do it. Let's just do it. Who cares? You know, and um, <laughs> so he did He did ignite that side of me, that whole, like, fearless part of me. You know, so it was just really intense. But, like I said, everything else was just bad. I was extremely distracted. Um, my mom, my family, you know, my mom was cool. You know, cool with the guy. But my mom, she's just a nice lady. So she's probably going to be cool with everybody for real. My sister was cool with him. My brother, he just do his own thing. He don't really be caring. My family didn't really care for him like that, which was cool because they were seeing things that I couldn't see, right? And, y'all, I'm really about to take y'all to the next level because when I tell y'all the next level of, like, rage, not even just rage, but, like, the level of depth that this relationship has casted upon me and the things that I've learned about exes and dealing with them, legit, you know, I told you guys that he didn't live in my zone, right? So when he did end up moving to my zone it was literally from house to house to house because he didn't have a stable home due to his upbringing right so part of me a healer a fixer like oh no like his life is so bad and everything he tells me i'm believing like oh no your daddy did what your mama did what i can't believe them like they're horrible they're just horrible you know and uh he was getting kicked out of places that he was staying so it got to a point where bro was homeless and uh me being the 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 down-ass bitch that I was, you know what I'm saying? The, the, the ride or die, I'm going to hold you down all the time. My dumbass, my stupid self begged my mom. I begged my mom to let him move in. I begged her. And my mom, having a heart of gold, at one point wanted to be a foster parent. You know, wanted to just help and help and help. At one point, myself, my brother, and my sister have all had friends, multiple friends, live in our house before. Like, over, like... The course of months, years, whatever, like, you know, we just always make room for people who just are down bad in situations. So, lo and behold, this lady said, yeah. And, um, <laughs> that nigga moved in with us. And that is, my friends, when shit went downhill really fucking bad. So, it was cool while it lasted. You know, everything was great. Everything was fun and blissful and all that great stuff. But, like, 
it just it, it started becoming just something a bit much for me. You know, so he was always pressuring me to have sex. And I just was like, no, I don't have sex. No, I don't have sex. I heard it hurts. Like, nah. no, I don't have sex. You know what I'm saying? So that was a lot. And, um, you know, he at one point, you know, everything was great and stuff like that. Like, but like at one point he was like disrespecting the house. So it was just like, yeah, okay, you can, I can, I can look past the disrespect to me because I was so blinded. But when it was like little stuff, like you disrespecting the house, like nigga, you crazy. You crazy. You're crazy. Don't you ever come up in here and bite the hand that feeds you. Fuck up with you. You feel what I'm saying? Like don't, don't come up here and disrespect my mom. Don't disrespect my sister. Don't disrespect this house, nigga. So, excuse me for the rant, but that's, that, that's, how it, that's how I was feeling. Like, I'm like, I can't believe him. Like, he ain't showing up, you know what I'm saying, by curfew. Like, you know what I'm saying? He doing what he want to do. You know what I'm saying? He, he knocking on doors. And my little sister was riding for him. My little sister, like, that was his homie. You know what I'm saying? So my little sister was riding for him. Like, she'll do the little sneaky stuff. Like, unlock the door and help him out and just do weird shit. So, like, at that point, I just was like, no, bro, it's strange. Like, I ain't really, like, liking it. But check this out, y'all. Bro broke up with me, right? But right before he broke up with me, it was rumors going around that he was dating this girl in school, right? White junk. Nothing wrong with, with white women. Absolutely love them. Like them. You know what I'm saying? However... This one in particular was like trailer park trash. Like she was like, just not it. Like, damn, I hope they don't hear it. Well, if they hear it, fuck it, I don't care. You know what I'm saying? But either way, she was just like lower grade white girl. You know, not like middle grade, high grade. Like not, you know, like a, a nice girl. Even if she was a black girl, she was just on the lower end of the spectrum. You know, like, eh, like, we, mm, oh, her? Oh, wow. But she had a car. Right. And they were they were doing things that me and him were, were never going to do. You know what I'm saying? So it was just things that like I, I couldn't really wrap around my mind. But like I found out he left his phone there one day. Of course, I went through it like <laughs> now I don't do stuff like that because I just don't want that type of like, you know, like those type of like situations in my relationship where I have to look through your phone. Like if I got to look through it, then I'm already in the, I'm already down bad. Then that's just how I look at it. If I got to look through it, if I even have the thought that I got to look through your stuff. I'm already in a bad position because the trust is broken. The trust is either broken on my end or broken on your end or broken in between the both of us. So already this idiot left the phone there and went to a party. I'm looking through it, see text messages, pictures, all types of crazy stuff. And I'm like, oh, shit. Oh, shit. So like, so like instantly, like instantly I'm like, this is, this is, this is uh, quite embarrassing. <laughs> this is, this is pretty humiliating, you know, and especially finding out who it was. You know what I'm saying? So she was old enough to buy alcohol. She was old enough to like do all this other stuff. She had a car, all this stuff, you know, and um, she was giving him things that I won't give him. So imagine the insecurities that came behind that. You know what I'm saying? So it's like you're dating somebody who don't look better than me, who ain't better than me. And like you're giving her like the things or the attention, like the stuff that I kind of wanted from you. When you stand on my, you're standing under my roof. We feeding you like just crazy shit. Like, you know what I'm saying? So that has had a lot to do with the insecurities that I've carried with me because it was the first relationship. You know what I'm saying? And then coming from a home where I come from, you know, where I come from a fatherless home where I don't have men who talk to me and tell me the things that you should expect. Like I said, y'all, I didn't I didn't get that until I got X number two. And y'all see the difference between X number one. The, the insecurities and things, the experiences that I've experienced with him has casted so much negativity on top of the fact that me not having a male role model in my life to show me things or to tell me that this is what I deserve or this is what I should or should not tolerate, carrying it all the way years later, 
when I'm in a relationship with or a situation, whatever the hell it is, with my ex number two, that I can't even receive these things. Okay? So, like, there's things that we, we have an obligation to do. And I challenge all of my classmates who are parents, who are aunts, uncles, um, mentors. Y'all have to speak life into these kids. All right? Speak life into your teens. Speak life into your preteens because they don't know. And there's so many things that I can unpack and I can't wait to unpack with you guys as we continue to move forward, you know what I'm saying, um, with the journey of class and stuff like that. But, like, there's things that people carry with them. So, from my first ex, I carried so much shit with me because he did me so foul. Like, he did me, like, so dirt, like, dirty. Like, you know how they be like, ooh, it was a bad divorce. That's, that's how it was. It was a bad break-off. You know what I'm saying? So, like, it, it got to a point where, like, I could never really prove if he was messing with old girl, but, like, it all made perfect sense. He would never, like, own up to it, but it all made perfect sense. You know what I'm saying? And um, I think uh, it, it's worth mentioning that, like I said, it was so many red flags that, like, I saw, but I, I omitted. I, I dismissed them because I just wanted to be loved. You know what I'm saying? I wasn't ready to be an ex. I wasn't ready to say bye to a relationship. You know, this guy had a freaking daughter coming into the relationship. Let me just start by saying that. So that was red flag number one. Red flag number two is that he, he didn't have a stable home. And not that that's anybody else's fault, but it's just like, you know, that may come into play. And, and it did come into play. You know what I'm saying? Uh, red flag number three, the age difference. Like, bro was significantly older than I was and always pressuring me to do things that I just won't really, like, in the space to do or, or want it to do. And then, like, he used us. Like, that, that's just kind of what it was. Like, he, he got a bed. He got hot water. He had internet, food, all that. And, and and really used us to the brim. And I can't say that on his end that the love may not have been there. I don't know. You know what I'm saying? I know the love was there on my end and from my family to his. But it definitely it didn't feel reciprocated because I ain't get shit from the relationship. But some shitty ass memories and some pretty good content to talk about on this podcast. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And hella lessons. So I got more lessons from him than I, than I think I've ever received throughout my whole years of school. You know what I'm saying? So it's, it's pretty intense. Like to, to wrap this guy up, to, to wrap him up, I will say he, <laughs> he taught me a lot. However, within that, these are the things that I've had to endure to learn the lessons that I needed to learn. Everything prior to the lessons were L's, big L's, big losses, okay? Huge losses, like the L's on your forehead. Like, that's what they were. So, I don't even know if I mentioned to you guys that he had a daughter coming into the relationship. So, at 15, me being 15, him being 18, he had a daughter already, right? So, that was bad. I told y'all the age difference, like 15 to 18. Red flag number two, that was already bad. Uh, he, he needed somewhere to stay at some point. That was already low-key kind of bad, too. And I'm not saying that people don't fall down. You know what happens. But that was another red flag. Uh, started dating somebody else. That was another, like, what, like, be mindful, we all go to school together. All three of us. So, like, we're waking up, showing up to school, leaving school. I'm walking past Shorty in the hallway, grilling her. She's grilling me. Like, it, it was just a big ghetto-ass mess, right? And then, not only that, you know what I'm saying, but, like, he would have her come to the house to pick him up because, I guess that was his house, too. So, it was just so much shit. Everybody who knows me. Y'all know the real me, the real, the real me. I would never tolerate no shit like that. And I think that's why I'm so intense now. Cause I'm like, you not gonna, you not gonna, you not gonna carry me. You know what I'm saying? I already had, I already had two niggas that that should have never had access carry me. Like, and I ain't 
So no, for the next nigga, it's gonna be hard as a motherfucker, like brick wall up on a, on a whole nother level, like, and that's just what happens. You know what I'm saying? So he had a shorty girl coming up there, woo woo woo. You know what I'm saying? So I told you he had a child, didn't have a stable home, was living with us, uh, was breaking my mom's rules, was disrespecting the house. You know what I'm saying? Like just it was just too much stuff. So. My mom being the golden woman that she is, you know, knowing his situation, she was like, let's try and get you some type of stability. Like, let's let's get you to apply for food stamps. You know what I'm saying? So we'll do it like this. That'll be your contribution to the house. You apply for food stamps. You know what I'm saying? You get your stamps. You contribute groceries to the crib. And the rest, you do whatever you want to do with it. Right? This is exactly how me and this nigga party ways. I will never, ever, ever forget this day. Oh, we got the scuffle in the high school, too. That's another situation. Like, <laughs> why are we fighting in the hallway? Like, it was just so bad. You want to see, like, like this was the example. This was the prime of a toxic relationship. This is exactly what that was. Toxic situation, but it's like, when you allow those things to happen, then it will continue to happen. You know what I'm saying? Because all I had to do was pull a plug and be like, I don't want him staying here anymore because you are the reason that you have the attachment to my mom. You are the reason there's an attachment to my sister. You are the reason that we got food stamps. Literally, y'all, got the food stamps, went grocery shopping, right? Went grocery shopping with the, with the girl. Shorty girl picked them up, took them to the store, went grocery shopping with the food stamps, brought back the stuff for the crib. My mom made a list and literally packed his shit and left. Ain't, ain't here, seen from bro after that. Oh, yeah, and by the way, he got shorty girl pregnant. So that was his baby number two. He has eight now, by the way. So you want to talk about a motherfucking missile? I missed that baby whole time. And that just lets me know that that was just the type of man that he was, or the type of character that he was. Like eight whole kids and bros under, I'm what, 27? So bros like 30. Like probably like 30 with eight kids. Eight, eight fucking kids. Like shit is crazy. And thank God I ain't one of them. So, to all the women who've been victimized or deeply love this man, shout out to y'all. I'm just happy I'm not amongst that group. You know what I'm saying? Um, I learned a lot from that, though. And, like I said, it's a little greasy I'm talking about, bro. But, like I said, I don't really care because, as you guys can see, if you were to endure some shit like that, you would feel a way, too. Or you would just be like, damn, that's crazy. You know what I'm saying? But, like I said, I would still speak to him. You know what I'm saying? You know, I'm not going to go out of my way to check on you. I'm not going to go out of my way to respond to you via dm via message via anything i don't want to be friends with you i don't really care what the hell you got going on with you your life or your eight children you know what i'm saying however i don't wish negativity upon you i don't wish you failure you know what i'm saying i i hope that you can be great be better in life and and give to those you know what I'm saying, who gave to you and you take ownership for responsibilities you know and that's just kind of what it is like ain't really got nothing to say he got in contact with my mom and my sister recent or my mom recently that's a whole, like, y'all, that's a story time. I will definitely get into that. You know what I'm saying? That, this is 2020, by the way. Okay? Ain't hear from bro since. Ain't talked to bro since. Since we kind of broke it off. Like, he'll call my mom. He'll call the house phone every now and then to check on my mom and stuff. Like I said, she's just best friends with everybody. So, you know, she could be nice regardless. You know what I'm saying? But, yeah, don't ask about me. Don't, don't inquire about me. Don't care about me. The same way you didn't care about me when <laughs> we had our thing going on. So, Lessons that I've learned from that guy, you know what I'm saying, um, were definitely the value that you put on yourself. You know what I'm saying? If you walking around here, let's say we all rated ourselves from 1 to 10. If you walk around here treating yourself like a 6 or thinking that you deserve to be treated like a 6, then niggas going to treat you like a 6. People will treat you like a 6. You know, seldom, you know, you'll find people who would want to, like, raise your price or raise your value. But when they don't feel like they can compete or do that, they'll just... 
Keep it, keep it regular. Keep it cute. You want to be treated as six? Why treat you as six? Why treat you as a nine? When you want, when you walk around here with six, with six mentality, six, six attitude. You know, say so you dressing like a six, you acting like a six, you're secure like a six. So I'm gonna treat you like a six. No, we need to be nines and tens around this joint. And I say nines because we ain't all perfect. And I'd be lying to you if I told you we ain't flawed. You know what I'm saying? So no, absolutely not. You're not about to treat me like no six. Like this, it, it was, it was the worst. You know what I'm saying? But like I said, what I did learn from that situation was that like, you just can't, you, 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 you have to place your value and then meet that and match that. You know what I'm saying? Don't allow people to do that. And then like, you know, for, for my second one, how to be treated like a lady or how to be treated like a woman. Like I, I was grateful for that. Like I said, the, the man won't perfect, you know, but he was a gentleman. Like he was the first form of a gentleman I've ever kind of like really, and I guess I've dated guys in between that, but like consistent, you know, uh, gentlemen, which I was grateful for. And the L's I've taken were greater than anybody else. <laughs> so I can't even like really be mad. And will I be mad? You know what I'm saying? If I was to see them, will I speak? Absolutely. I ain't got no, no hate in my heart, no malice, no, no any of that. Like we could speak, we could be, you know, catch up here and there. But like, like I said, best buddies, best friends. Absolutely not. You want to talk to my sister? You want to talk to my brother? Talk to my mom? Do you think that don't mean you got to talk to me? And that is that on that. So y'all know that's just me and my little situation and things I got going on just to give you a little snippet. But y'all know, right? So I love class participation. So what we're going to do is I asked a few of you guys, I asked the class, you know, some questions via social media. Um, Sunny School, the podcast, make sure you guys follow. And I wanted to get some answers. And I also did this on my personal page as well. And it was very interesting. And I'm actually grateful. Um, so much feedback. I was not expecting all of the participation. So I'm telling y'all, y'all keep supporting me. Y'all keep loving me. Y'all keep supporting this class. I'm going to keep giving and pushing it out. Trust and believe that. So, all right. So question one was, is there any chance you would ever get back with your ex? Any of them, right? So the average that we got for that was, um, <laughs> y'all are really funny. The answers I gave was possibly, and then the other one was no, not at all, right? So on average, you guys said 26.5% said possibly, possibly you would get back with your ex, which lets me know that, you know, you want that old thing back. <laughs> Ain't no wrong with one of those things back, especially if you want the reason that y'all broke up. Shit, if they broke up with you, it's probably even worse. You know what I'm saying? But wrong. sometimes y'all need space from each other to, to get back. You know, and people do that. And I don't think there's absolutely nothing wrong with that. Um, my next question was, do you still follow, keep up, or communicate with your ex? Not saying that y'all have to be best friends or, you know what I'm saying, like hang out and stuff. But are y'all cordial? Like, can you guys walk past each other and speak? Can you guys engage in... You know, elevator conversation, like being friends on Facebook also counts. So if you are following this person on Instagram, Twitter, y'all friends on Facebook, like you have no choice but to see them at some point. So I wanted to see what everybody said. And the um, responses was either yeah, slightly or no, bro. And from there, 70.5% said yeah, slightly that you guys do communicate or keep up with your ex or follow them or keep up with them on social. 29.5 said that just no, it's a dub, like not at all. <laughs> And like I said, one thing I don't do is blame y'all for that. And then also, um, we have a couple hands raised in the classroom. Some people who wanted to share their input or give some feedback. And I wanted to share. Like I told you guys, I was not prepared to have this many responses. Like it was legit overwhelming. Like, But I'm so grateful. So I wanted to share some of the responses that I, that I got from you guys. And uh, I'm all for it. So 
All right, so the question was, the last question was, is it okay for your ex to still communicate with your family and friends after the breakup? Do you still communicate with your ex's family and friends? Why or why not, right? Now, initially, I was ready to <laughs> share every single response that was given because anything class was going to be packed today. But goddamn, class is packed today. All right, there's so many people in class today. I'm trying to tell you. I don't even think I got enough pens and papers for everybody. That's that's how that's how intense it was. So I'm gonna share a few um that I have that kind of stood out that didn't sound like everybody else's necessarily, but um, but you know, kind of hit on the point. And you guys know, you know how deep it is and how I told you guys what in my experiences of how you know my ex still communicates with my mom, my sister freely and openly. It doesn't really bother me. I mean, if it works for him, cool. If it works for them, cool. I don't really care as long as bro kind of stays out my way and He's not physically around. So I wanted to see what you guys felt about this. Um, one of our classmates in class today, underscore cold world, underscore, says, hell no. Me and my family are a package deal. They came with me and they leave with me. Yo, I agree. Like, I don't, I, I'm going to probably agree with everything that everybody says. You know, I, that is fair. You don't get the luxury of still being cool with my peoples. You know what I'm saying? Because a part of you feels that way. You don't get to just pick and choose you know what I'm saying? That you still going to be cool with my people. It's like, you do not do that. We do not do that around here. But like I told y'all, my situation is it's definitely not the same. So another one I classmate says, um, all things Andy underscore, his mama still contact me. So it's only right that I respond hashtag respectfully. Right. You can't be disrespectful to moms. You know, she probably genuinely cares. She probably genuinely got love for you and knew that she was a good girl and still want to kind of, you know, keep in contact. And I don't, I don't see anything wrong with that. So like I told you, I'm kind of just going to be all over the place with the responses, y'all, because it's it's an interesting it's an interesting question. Um, another one of my classmates, Lauren, said underscore no. I hate it, but it's cool. His ass ain't invited to no events though. Heard that. <laughs> Heard that. So it's like depending on relationship at times too, you know, depending on how far the, the relationship went, you know, and it this also kind of like speaks to another um another response that we got from a listener in the classroom. Sometimes, y'all, we not just because of the way we think. We're not just talking about ex-boyfriends and ex-girlfriends, right? So, you be mindful. Some people have reached the stage of marriage, right? Some people have reached the stage of where they've had children with these people. So, it's like, it's hard to 100% eliminate these people out of your lives and out of your families. So, thank you for that response, Lauren. I really appreciate that. All right. So, we got another one from Elegantly Fly. It's okay to an extent. But I feel like once I or my ex has entered a new relationship, then just out of respect, it should stop. Also, no, I don't still communicate with my ex. That's very, that's a good one. I was asking a few of my coworkers at work um, yesterday, a couple days ago, like how and when did you cut that off? You know, because you guys are at the, at the stage of like engagement, marriage. At that point, is it a complete hard cutoff? What does that look like? You know, and one of my coworkers that said something that, that, that I wish I could have captured. She said that like, you know, um, she had noticed that uh, her fiance, boyfriend, husband at the time, not sure, was still keeping up with his exes. So she's like, you need to befriend her, let her go, stop. And he's like, well, you need to do yours. And then when that mirror got turned around, it's like, oh, damn, I guess I, I guess I should. So that is a very um, great perspective. Thank you for sharing that. I appreciate that one. All right, so we have another classmate, Katia Vinoy underscore, no, 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 exclamation point. That shit can be messy, and it can, so that's why that line is so blurred, because 
it can be very messy. You know what I'm saying? You still kicking it with my mom. You still talking to my friends and so on and so forth. You know, but who's to say what the relationship was going into? Who's to say that the friend started off? You know what I'm saying? An attachment through you. I feel like it's, if, it, if it is an extension through you, I, it makes sense. However, if we was kind of mutual and just got cooler, you're like, mm, mm, mm. But then it's just like, damn. Breakups suck sometimes, y'all. Maybe we'll do one on breakups. Breakups suck because it's like, damn, now I got to break up with you. But you was cool. I liked you. I liked him. How he doing? That's <laughs> that's how I be feeling sometimes. So let's see what else we got. So we got um another one of our classmates, abnormal underscore M-I-Y-Y. She says, yes, if not, I wouldn't have introduced them. So, basically, do your thing. Like, y'all can still communicate. I mean, it, if she ain't tripping, if she ain't tripping, then she ain't tripping. Like, what's the big deal? I don't. We don't understand. We don't get it. So another one of our classmates, um, CM Slaughter. Maybe a holiday B day wish, but it's got to be some separation after the breakup. And stop calling my mom. <laughs> Yo, you're right. I agree with you. I can agree more. No malice, no hate, no none of that. You know what I'm saying? It's it's not no bad blood. You know, you can still keep up, but you know, we good. And and I'm and I'm and I'm good off you. There's no really no need to to drag this thing on out. Um, another one of our um classmates, S S P double O L L school. I'm not exactly sure how you say that. It said depends on the relationship. Not bad, but if y'all are friends afterwards, it has to be friends with boundaries. So I agree. I think as long as you kind of like, if y'all still choose to be cool or share spaces and, or be cordial, you have to separate it at some point. You know what I'm saying? Let you know what it is that you can and can't do. What does that look like? Like, you know, um, best friend, hitman underscore click says social media checkup, but that's about it with the shrugs. Like, and then I'm wrong with that. Check out how you doing. How's life? I can keep up. I can see you. Cool. No problem. We also got... Let me see, let me see. We have one of our classmates in the classroom said, Blue Tuesday, they are exes for a reason. Example, remember we said that earlier, they exes for a reason, like get the hell on, like we good. So we also have another classmate in the class says, Nurse Kiki B, um, I don't like for it to happen, but it does. To me, it just gives false hope of a rekindle. And I can see how that can get very complex because it's like, don't ever let you guys be single at one point together because people want to dip and dab and do all of this other type of stuff. And I'm just like, no, 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 no. You're doing a bit too much now. And we're not going to do that. It really be your family, yo. Your family be the ones gassing and doing the most and giving false hope for situations. And sometimes you got to check them. Sometimes you really got to check the family. So we had another one of my classmates says, um... Not as much as I used to now that I'm in a serious relationship, but occasionally my ex's mom reach out and respond. She always has been supportive of my dreams and even post breakup. So I don't mind talking with her. And that's beautiful. I think as long as the relationship is um, platonic and healthy, then I don't I don't see why, you know, communicating can be so horrible. However, you know, to each his own, everybody's completely different. I'm going to share a couple more and then we're going to go ahead and get into our next little piece. And then go from there. So another one of our listeners <laughs> says, uh, Lord, let me pull her name up. Um, we got Lil underscore Jazz kicked it to me. Hell no. When you break up with me, you break up the family. And I'm, I know that's right. So y'all probably like, damn, what do you agree to? I agree to everything. I agree with you to agree to. Shoot, everybody cool with me. Ain't no issues. Ain't no bad blood. If it works for you, it works for you. Different strokes for different folks. Okay. So another one of my classmates says, simply adore me underscore XO. 
I still talk to my ex's sisters and mom on a weekly basis. Ooh, weekly was the strong word. Weekly basis. I love his family. But she said as far as for him, hell no. He's blocked and deleted on everything. So weird. But if it works, it works. Because like, I love it. If it works for you, it works for me. Um, Let's see. We got Jazlyn J says, maybe a happy birthday, but that's about it. Even that is weird. Gotta cut all ties. Heard that. Not mad at you for that now. Um, let's see what else we got. We got begins with the begins with underscore K. Fuck no. Boundaries, boundaries, boundaries. You're out of line by still communicating. So you right. Shit, I agree with everybody. And then um lastly, we're gonna close it out with um A underscore Deja, my other cousin Deja. Um, you can genuinely build bonds with their family if their family is like mine, it's possible. And I agree. So with that one in particular, you know, um, my family and when she says her family, she means our family because, you know, we're cousins, but our family is welcoming. You know, we're cool. We're not going to hate you and make you feel all crazy and stuff like that. Like my aunts have gotten divorced, but the men who grew up as her, the men who um, was her husband or helped raise her kids, you know, as their fathers, who is their father, He's still my uncle, but he's not married to my aunt anymore. My aunt's blood. So it's like, I'm still going to call you my uncle. You are my uncle. You know what I'm saying? Like, you you helped raise me as a kid. Like, I'm not cutting that tie. And he still is welcome. He still can come around. There's no malice, no bad blood, no anything. Nothing that I know of shit. I don't know. But it works. You know what I'm saying? So it, it just all kind of depends. It depends on the person. It depends on the situation. So class participation today has been, like, definitely kind of blew me away i i had no idea that this many people were going to respond so i wanted to say thank you guys for raising your hand in class today thank you for allowing me to call on you and share your opinions and thoughts towards the subject matter um to everybody who did not get called on today it's okay like y'all remember when i used to be raising your hand y'all used to be in class like ooh, ooh, me ooh, 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 pick me and then the teacher don't pick you and like will pick somebody who look like they don't even want to answer the question you'd be like bruh <laughs> Yo, that was the worst. So you try to look left and right or put your head down. Popcorn. Sunny, you be like, bro, come on. Like, stop calling me. I, I don't even know what page you're on today. So, but thank you for participating in class. You know, raising your hand. I promise I'm going to keep that content coming. Y'all just keep supporting me and keep giving it to me. And we're going to go from there. So we have a few people in the classroom today who want to come up to the board and speak verbally. So you guys give them your undivided attention. All right, guys, so, you know, I love when people participate in class. So, coming to the board, I have three volunteers. Their name is Ebony, Naima, and Reggie. So, first and foremost, how y'all doing? What's poppin', Jazz? What's good with it? Feeling well this morning. I woke up, I'm blessed. Hallelujah. Amen. I'm actually excited to do this. Yay, that makes me happy because I'm excited to have you guys here. Thank y'all for being so willing to um, participate in class. So, hey, nobody likes a boring class. class. Nobody likes a boring class when people don't participate. Like, participate, let's make the conversation interesting. Let's make it fun. Let's make it engaging. You know, I was always participating in class. Show. I feel so bad when uh, I be in class and we be talking. Nobody said nothing or she asked a question. No, really. Feel like any volunteers to answer this question. <laughs> Hand. Like, are we adults <laughs> no really but still it's like come on just answer like dad do something raise your hand even if y'all just be making stuff up because i've been on both sides so i've been in the, in the chair as a student sitting and listening 
And you know what I'm saying? Wanting to participate, but sometimes you don't want to be wrong or you don't want to sound crazy, especially if your class isn't a welcoming class. But then I've also been on the other end as a supervisor and a professor, like, y'all just going to stare at me? So that's what we're going to do. We just gonna, we just gonna all stare at each other. I see you, you see me, we see each other. <laughs> <laughs> well, hey, and Sunday school, everybody participate. We gonna have a good time. So y'all know the subject right now is exes, right? We're talking about our exes. So real quick, let's figure out everybody's relationship status. So I am Sunny and I am single, single as a dollar bill, and I'm cool with that. So Naima, what's your what's your relationship status right now? Man, my relationship status right now is a hundred percent single. Oh, Ash. Mm, she clapped her hands. One hundred percent was like super solid, y'all. By the way, Ebony, what about you? Hey, I'm given a hundred percent single, ten percent entanglement. Oh, <laughs> oh my God, Reggie, what about you? I'm so sick of her. Reggie, what about you? Uh, <clears throat> I'm in a relationship. We going. Uh, Eight months, about to be nine. Okay. So you about to be up on the year. November, November 1st. All right, man. Hey, don't hurt him. Come on. No, real talk. Don't hurt him. So real quick, let me ask you this question. Um, Reggie, was your last breakup your fault? Be honest. Not at all. At all. Like you had nothing to contribute to it. No. I didn't even break up with her. She basically broke up with me. Okay, so you're the ex. You're the one who got broken up with. Pretty much. It happens. It's okay because, listen, Reggie, I've been there. <laughs> I've, been, I've, I've been the broken up E, if that's what you want to call it. And I'm cool with that because at the end of the day, it won't no L for the kid. So, Naima, are you, were you the reason that the breakup happened? Did you have anything to do with it, honestly? Mm. Honestly, I don't believe I did anything wrong. However, the party whom I was with, they mm-hmm. I played a part. Okay, so there's some type of ownership that has to be taken because you know, ain't nobody perfect. So, Ebony, what about you? You know, I can for sure say there are some things that I could have done differently. Right. However, overall. I, I played a less of a part of why, you know, we are where we are today. Versus the other party. Yes, absolutely. Understood. So how fresh is your last ex? So I haven't I haven't been in a relationship. Ugh, I want to say me and the last guy I dated broke up. I want to say literally right after I graduated. Because it just won't go work after that. You know, so, and I graduated in 2015, undergrad. So, it's been like five years since I've been... It's 2020 now, it's been like five years since I've been in a relationship. And I'm cool with that, so my ex ain't fresh at all. What about what about you, Reg? Um, <clears throat> my last ex, we broke up kind of like um, the, the beginning of my sophomore year. How long so ago was that? Two years ago. Okay, like, so two years. Name more about you. <clears throat> He says two years minus two months. <laughs> oh my God, it's so fresh. That wound is so fresh. Ed, what about you? I, I'm sitting here, you know, after three months, dude. <laughs> so yours is kind of fresh too? <laughs> yeah, I'm fresh. Oh, y'all are funny. So, do you guys have a lot of exes? Like, how many do you really classify as 
real exes because I would only classify like two, but I've only really dated seriously. Maybe I don't even I actually I don't even know what. <laughs> Let's not talk about my relationships in the past. We're going to get there later. But literally, I would say only like two. But how about y'all? I want to know, does it differ for other people? You guys are relatively young, though. Facts. That's very true. But I just feel as though it doesn't really count because the other party said that I wasn't, um, what's the word? Um, <laughs> oh, no. I didn't deserve the title of a girlfriend. Oh! I guess I was in an entanglement <laughs> for a year. <laughs> But was the person dating somebody else? No, we were talking. Oh, you mean like, so y'all was just like in a situationship type of, I think situationships are the new entanglements now. Essentially. Obviously. Yeah. So it's basically like doing, we're doing relationship things without the title exactly. nor responsibility of their relationship. Exactly. Hmm. So I'm like, is it an ex or is it just a niggas they, they separate ways? <laughs> Nah, real talk. Ebony, what about you? How many you got in your vault? Hey. <laughs> I mean, listen, I probably got a few that could jack me. However, mm -hmm. I'm jacking one. I'm a jack one. Okay. I like the way you put that because, see, if that's the case, it's probably a couple people who can claim me, but I'm claiming none, essentially. Yeah, so it's almost like, yeah, it was cool. That's about it. You, you know so so? Yeah, he was cool. I, I met him here before. That was that was really clever. I, I enjoyed that. Reggie, how many you got? Uh, I say two because I did. I dated the shawty in high school. Mm hmm And then ex when I came to college. Okay. Well, I, so, no, the person I dated. Okay. And, ooh, y'all almost fell out that chair. Almost fell out my chair. Almost fell out my chair. Oh my God. That would have been a disaster. Oh my goodness gracious. It would have been a disaster. Hey, don't take me out. No. Hey, yo. Hey, yo. Swear to God. I will never, ever, ever forget in fourth grade. My fourth grade teacher fell out her chair, Miss Henderson. Ooh. When I say. We all, but we were in fourth grade, like we're still childish. We all bust out laughing. Ah, ah, you know, some was getting up, running around class. It was really OD, like running around. Yeah, okay. we were still like super childish then. But who? Thank God I didn't. Lord, let me just fix my posture, baby girl. Oh, that's not cool. So, are y'all cool with y'all exes? And when I say cool, I mean hell no. So the no no no. That's a very interesting. <laughs> so everybody's not cool with the exes. Well, I'm speaking for me. Okay. I well, one of them, the one from high school. Okay. Right. That's a little tough situation because she ended up coming coming to Norfolk State. Oh, oh shit! Y'all know that um the love voice that be doing that? Oh, oh. shit! <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Oh, not come to high school. Not come to college with me. That's crazy. Yeah, like that. <laughs> we, we, we tried to um, work things out for a second time. It just oh, didn't. you double back. And then um, she got. I got hit with the blame of you know, you convinced me to come here. Da, 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 da. Oh, oh, damn. Who like went to you know, 
know what I'm saying? Like, mm. <laughs> Reggie, I sure hope you're not an F-boy. I hope you're not an F-boy. No. I, okay, you didn't strike me as one. Nah. Yeah, don't give that for Reggie. Yeah, nah, he, don't, he doesn't strike me as one, but, you know, shorty girl said she can't, you know, you had her come here. That's intense, Reggie. That's an intense allegation. It is. <laughs> I ain't gonna cap. You know, so I ain't gonna sit on here and cap like um, I wasn't cool with like her, her, her mom, her grandmother. Right. right. Okay. Well, you hold that thought with the mom and grandma because I'm gonna get to that. So, Naima, are you cool with your ex? Any of them? Like, not, like not at all. Like I ain't speaking well, to you when I see you. Like you fresh, good. Fresh wound. Okay. Absolutely no. Okay. Hands dip. Okay. Oh, the hands again. <laughs> like now, I do. Okay, I guess I could claim my best friend, my guy best friend, to mm-hmm. belong. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but like me and him are like this. Like, like that's really the homie type. Okay. So y'all dated. Oh, so you dated your best friend. Yeah. And then y'all broke up, and now y'all like back cool again. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, this is. I've known this nigga since I was sixteen. So, okay, so there's some time on there. So, okay, cool. Some some yeah. of them just be cool. And, like, you don't take up no space in my life, so you don't cause no issues in my life, so it's really not a problem. Like, you can stay here. Congratulations. You've and, earned yourself and, another renewal. Not, I'm not even trying to toot my own horn, but, like, I'm a really incredible person. <laughs> so the reason, <laughs> the reason why, and this is legit, he was like, you know, Naima, you too good of a person for me to just, like, kind of just brush you under the rug and mm-hmm. break up. I need to be in your life in some sort of way. Aww. So, he stuck to being the best friend, and I'm cool with that. Okay, cool. That's going to be a hard thing to explain to your your new fiancé or boyfriend at some point. <laughs> yeah, me and the best friend still the best friend, but me and the best friend want the best friend at one point because you we know, did the relationship, but now we're the best exactly. friends again. You said sometimes what? You got to omit that information. <laughs> oh, Lord, Ebony. You still um cool with your ex? Your ex is um, the one that you claim? Yeah, yeah, we, we cool. We, we got boundary issues. I'm not going to lie. Like, oh. Um, it's, it's like, you know, you know, you can just like, you <laughs> leave them alone, but it's just like they keep coming back. No, like, no matter what, it's just, oh. we, like, you know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. But, however, however. However. Mm-hmm. I'm still single. So okay, so you're still single. So, so he, he's, he's basically a factor... That you pick and choose that you want in, but he's not an issue. So do you feel like if you was to get serious with somebody that you can cut him off? Oh yeah, easily. For, like for sure. Like I, I've been, I've been single. Like we just cool. Oh, <laughs> that cool sounds really. The cool sounds really misleading to me. Okay, look, look. Let me let me tell you. If, let me give you an example. Yeah, yes. I, I I think I know the example. <laughs> You ain't even gotta try to explain nothing to me. I think I know the example. You know what? As long as you know. Yeah, that's it. We Gucci. We Gucci. Like, I wouldn't say that I'm cool with any of my exes. Like, they straight. And I think straight is like a step under being cool. You know what I'm saying? Like, we ain't. I'm not gonna kick it with you. I'm not gonna go out my way to be around you. You know what I'm saying? But if I see you, hello. How are you? Like, they straight. Like, hey. (laughs) You know, like. Double tap, like, you know, I'm showing you love. I ain't, I ain't got nothing to hate against you. I ain't got nothing against you because both of mine broke up with me. But to hell with them niggas because they trash. 
And, and what Beyonce say? The best thing I've ever had. Yeah, Jeff. <laughs> All that. Like, hold it soon. I ain't tripping off that. So this is a, the question. I think this is probably one of the most important questions or the question of the hour is, and I even asked this to the rest of the class, like via social, do you guys feel that there should be a boundary between communicating with your ex's friends and family once you guys break off? And then like under what circumstances does that, you know what I'm saying, does that fall under? Because see, you may have a great relationship with their friends and family. You guys may have had mutual friends. So what are y'all thoughts on like, is it uh you break up with me, we done? Like, nah, just stop. <laughs> Absolutely, there are boundaries. However, I will say that each case is definitely different. I agree. Like, I think that, you know, if let's say you in a three-year relationship and you've gotten to know their friends and family. Right. Yeah, so cool. Like, you know, if they call and say what's up. Mm-hmm. Or I, Maybe you reaching out is a, is a bit of a drag, but if they reach out to you, right. then it's okay to keep that communication. Right. Although, like you know, family gatherings and other things like that. So no go. Yeah. Like right. That's, yeah. No. <laughs> that's a strong no go. <laughs> and how you gonna get that before me? How come anybody text me and tell me? Like that's nutty. <laughs> like that's nutty. Like yeah, I didn't know I was bringing somebody. <clears throat> We're not sharing with you. You shouldn't be here. So let me ask you this. Do you guys or have you guys ever experienced a situation where you have a reoccurring ex? Like somebody who could like just literally he just can't get out of your life or she just can't get out of your life. And what I mean by that is like physically. So like for me, I dated somebody in the friend circle, right? Now Fortunately for our friendship, you know, everybody's friendship sake, everybody's still friends, so we all still Gucci. So do I see him here and there? Yeah. Do I hear about him here and there? I do. Now, I've never dated anybody in the workplace, nor have I ever dated anybody, um, like, that's a close family friend. So it isn't like I have to physically see them, like, when I come to work every day or, like, at the family cookout. But in my mutual friend circle, it's a little weird. So, do any of you have any of you ever dated anybody in any of those realms, like the family, um, within close family friends, work relationships, seeing somebody at school all the time that you just can't get rid of? You're just like, uh, I don't know when I'm ever gonna be able to stop seeing you. <laughs> yeah, work and school for sure, for sure. Like, oh my god. Yeah, it's a it's a community. Hey, it's a small community when you dating somebody at school or at work because it's like. It don't take long for it to get for it to get around. How's it living yeah, with like, your ex? Like so weird. Never again. I mean, for me, when I was when I went to, I went to two high schools, graduated from Liberty High School, but my freshman and sophomore year was at Osborne High School, and I definitely was messing with somebody on the football team mm-hmm. as well somebody at ROTC, and the and the thing about it was is that I didn't realize that they practiced. You same. were doing this at the same time? You were dating two guys at the same time? No, it wasn't dating. Oh, 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 oh. You said messing with. Oh, Lord, we got to clear it up, too. I don't claim everybody. However, mm-hmm. you know, my generation, this whole talking crap. That's, that's a thing. I'm it's a thing worth talking about. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. So I really didn't look at it as, I mean, you never, hey, if you never asked me to be your girlfriend, I'm Then we ain't nothing. I feel you. Okay. 
What about you, Reg? You ever dated somebody in the workplace, close family friend, or in the mutual circle that you constantly have to hear about or see? Nah, nah I can't really say that I. <clears throat> excuse me. Mm-hmm. Uh, I guess the workplace for me would kind of be like here, like, right? Like, you know, or some so type of I, community where you you're constantly seeing this person. Yeah, like right. You know, my ex. Uh, for my freshman sophomore year, mm-hmm. you know, I woke up. I would see her and her friends around campus. Right. And awkward, like very they, awkward. I hate it. Waiting to get a smoothie, and they <laughs> throw, like I gotta turn my headphone volume up. You know, uh huh. But not, and you know, it, it was it was mad awkward. But I think we eventually started saying like hi. Or, you know, whenever, whenever, whenever we saw each other, like, hi, what's up, you know. To the friends or to the ex? To the friends? Oh, no, I, I, I don't want to say nothing to the friends because they weren't they were my friends in the beginning. Got you. But I heard, <laughs> I heard, yeah, I, I would speak, you know what I'm saying, because, you know, we dated, we, we had our falling out, all that good stuff. But right. But you know, I respect you and all that good stuff. Right. And all breakups don't have to be horrible. Like, <clears throat> I don't know where this whole miss conception of like you have to hate your ex or like fuck your ex like it doesn't have to be that deep you know what i'm saying it doesn't especially like if you it depends on the terms that you guys left off on that's how i think about it but then also too the terms that you guys may have left off on time can possibly heal that as you mature and grow older you know like my very the very first guy did it like i'm not cool with him i don't want nothing to do with him i'm over it however you know what I'm saying? I will still speak. And, I mean, he talks to my mom, my sister, which I find a little strange, but they cool. So, I mean, I can't do nothing about that. So but just... It's also situational, too. And okay. I agree. Cause a thousand percent. I, is this fresh ex? Yeah. Certain things, do you, feel like, do you feel like certain things will forever be unforgivable with the ex? Like, you don't feel like at no point in time that you'll still, I know it's still fresh, that you'll be able to, like, you know what I'm saying? You know, I forgive you. Ain't tripping. Like, not that you have to do that in person. But, you know, like, for yourself. Because we all know forgiveness is oh, forgiveness for, is for sure. self. So, no, I definitely forgive. But it's like, don't mm-hmm. expect when I see you homecoming. Don't act like we cool. Back buddy, buddy, we kicking it. Right. It's just too soon. Facts. Okay. Okay. Um, I can't I just think about that. that if love ever played a part. Like, I, and when I, you know, when I love, I love deeply. Like, even with just friends. And right. Even, relationship so if there was love ever involved in it right it's it's oh it's always gonna be love at the end of the day i agree so, yeah um that's how i like to end things for real life mm-hmm. so it ever something that's like out of malice or you know yeah because that's I, not for I, I can't carry that and that brings me to my next point that's a great thing that you said to me so have you guys have ever had to deal with an angry ex like somebody who who can't let you go who don't want to break up, like, this is 100% your idea, they're not for it, I don't agree with it, or they've deleted you, blocked you, I've done something crazy, like, have you guys ever dealt with a crazy, angry ex? Yes. You have not even, oh, oh boy. Oh yeah. boy. Delusional girl, shit. No, because, <laughs> no, uh, I mean, Jazz, I mean, I'll let you hear a little bit, a snippet. Of- no name, please. <laughs> Please, God. Okay, no names, but from rumors being started. Yeah. You feel me? 
suicide card. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Why well, I've had a friend who have dealt who messed with a girl who did that, and uh, it was so hard. It was so hard because it's like you don't ever want to play around with that type of ideation. Like that's that's nothing. So why would you play? Yeah. So why would you play? I don't know because I don't and think that's no, nothing to play I, play with. And, and, and I'm gonna say this because suicide is very real. So y'all, if y'all do have any you know suicidal thoughts, please call one hundred the hotline, please. However, in this instance, mm-hmm. Jasmine, mm-hmm. not my government. This nigga <laughs> was using it as a form of control and manipulation. Oh. So, which is why I don't give a fuck. <laughs> I think in that situation, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think in that situation, like I said, at, like 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 Naima mentioned earlier, in situations like that, using the whole the suicide card is not cool. You know, now I don't want to ever be dismissive of if that person was feeling anybody. You know, what I'm saying feeling super duper uber sorrow or like low or blue in that moment that you know that they may have felt that because I think sometimes people feel that as a reflection of them. And then use it on other people. So, but I'm not saying that's that's this situation. I'm just saying, like, you know, benefit of the doubt. But hey, at the end of the day, one more nobody hurt themselves, huh? But Jazz, this was the boy who cried wolf. You you done did it too many times. Oh, oh, so this person has done that to you more than once. Yes. Okay, the boy cried wolf. Okay, got you, got you. The boy cried wolf. Oh, I like the name of that episode, the boy cried wolf. Reggie, what about you, man? Do you have any crazy exes or? Um, or yeah, the Shawnee from high school. She was she was definitely uh, <laughs> I was just crazy, but it was something definitely mentally wrong with her a little bit. Oh, <laughs> like okay, but that's my, that situation was so hard surrounding the breakup because it's like <clears throat> so th- this is this is high school, mm-hmm. right? Mind you, right? You know, mm-hmm. Reggie, you won the coolest the coolest guy at the time. Come on. A little bit impressionable, you know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. It was. Mm-hmm. But it's like, every day, it's like, every day, my mm-hmm. friends would be like, rage. It's like, all of them, like, rage, you know what I'm saying? So we got, it's a shawty, she, she doing stuff behind the scenes. Is that the third? And I'm like, I confronted her about it. Mm-hmm. So, like, I bet that, you know what I'm saying? I'm going to choose to lean with you. But it's like, this kept going on for a while. Right, so I ultimately decided to you know saying, break up because I just couldn't deal with the fact that, that she was lying to me. Once I confronted bro, who they who they said that she was doing stuff with, right? right. He basically oh, so said, had a lot going on. Sounds yeah. like oh. after after we broke up, right? She she would like call my phone all the all, all the time and try you know saying make me feel bad, talk about songs. The guilty oh. one. Yeah, like, they do that sometimes. Cause you know, say so I ain't have sex with you. Da, 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 da. I'm like, <laughs> all right, bro. Like, <laughs> so you cool. just cut it. You just cut it there when you find it was just like it's just too much. Like you doing too much. How did you? Yeah. How did you break the ties? Did you block her? Um, or you just stop answering, or it subdued it yeah, within I time. Her calls. Yeah. Yo. Remember who you talking to? This is Bridge. I know. I know. Just the, I know. It probably took you forever to do that. <laughs> Reggie probably was like, ma'am, ma'am, you're a beautiful woman, ma'am, but I need you to stop dialing my number. (laughs) Hey, no, do the Reggie impression again, (laughs) Jack. Ma'am, ma'am, 
you're, you're beautiful and all, and, and, we, and, we, and we had a great time, and I love it so, I love you so much, but I can't, we can't do this anymore. We can't keep, we can't keep communicating anymore. Was that good, Reggie? No, it was really the, the ma'am, ma'am. <laughs> he is the ma'am, ma'am, with the glasses on. Ma'am, ma'am. Reggie, my bad, what'd you say? No, that's, that's fair. That's, that's, that's probably how I, how I did go. <laughs> These are my last couple ones for y'all. So, do you or do you not? It's a true or false question only. Y'all ready? Yeah. True or false only. Ebony, true or false? Do you still have pictures of any of your exes in your phone? False. Never that. Never that. Girl, boo. Uh, I believe it when I see it. Naima. Oh, Jesus. All right, now, Naima. True or false? You have any pictures of your ex in your phone? Seriously. I want to say false. But if I didn't, if I, if I, you know, so happened to skip over one, it wasn't huh? an accident. Like, don't you know, like, when you deleting the pictures, you might, and then you go through your pictures. Yeah. You, like, see one, you be like, oh, man, I, I forgot to delete that one. Oh, okay. But so, it's, it's a false for you. It's a strong false. Okay. Reggie, what about you? True or false? Any pictures of your ex in your phone? I mean. <laughs> <laughs> Not I mean. I Cause I, you know, I was going through deleting them, but then so I might run across a couple. Like, Hell, dang! So I ain't see this one. So okay, yeah. Y'all know they say when they're not in your phone, y'all know where they at. And y'all social media apps still, but she ain't delete them out of there. Oh, oh I mean, I haven't, I haven't used Snapchat yet. I, I haven't used, so I don't, I don't even know. Bet. So last question: Any potential? Any possibilities of you ever getting back with your ex, Naima, go? Yes or no? Oh, hell no. <laughs> Reggie, yes or no? No. No. Evan, yes or no? The, yeah. With the route never, she on. Never. Never ever, seen never, ever, ever. <laughs> ever, ever, ever. What about you, Jazz? Absolutely not. No way on God's green earth. No way. You might have to go to a, a green planet. Hey, listen. Hell will freeze over before you see me back with anybody. Yeah, I've had to see the next lifetime. In the next lifetime, I don't want to date you because I didn't know what it felt like in the first lifetime. So miss me with any of that. In the next lifetime, I'm trying to date somebody I ain't get. You feel what I'm saying? I ain't, I ain't got none of that. So, all right, guys, I want to thank y'all for coming to the board and volunteering today in class. <laughs> So, y'all go to shout yourselves out. Naima, um, where can people find you at? Hey, y'all, y'all can follow me on Instagram. My name is Naima King. It's spelled N-Y-E-M-A-H, King, like Martin. That's my ass. Her, turn me up. Um, Reggie, where can they find you at? Uh, you can find me on IG at YVNG.Reg underscore. Turn me up, Ed. Yo, it's E-Money, E-Blizzy with it. Girl. <laughs> <laughs> Now, you can find me on Instagram at Ebony14EBB-O-N-I-1-4. Turn me up. EB for what, bad bitch? <laughs> you guys are clowns. Thank y'all for tuning in class today. I appreciate y'all so much. Yeah. Bye. Bye. <laughs> All right, y'all. 
class is always so much more fun when people in class participate. So literally, Sunny School, this class is like the dopest class ever. So to all of my students in class today who raised their hands, thank you so much to all of my classmates. You know what I'm saying? Who decided they have something to share, who came up to the board. Shout out to Ebony, Naima, Reggie one more time for not being afraid of not only just sharing their opinions, but sharing their experiences as well. Genuinely appreciate that. Um, One more thing before we wrap it up, before I distribute you guys as your homework, and then we go on about the rest of our day. We're about to get into one of my other favorite segments, and I know you guys are going to be like, she legit says every segment is her favorite, because it really is, because this whole thing is my favorite. You are my favorite student. You're my special little star. But... Back to this segment. This segment is called a Forbes feature. As you guys know, my last name is Forbes. And why not feature a person who was local, um, international? That would be pretty freaking lit if I could find somebody who's international. But local or international or just amongst the U.S. who's working hard on their own business, promoting their own business, their own brand, something that they're doing positive in this light. So that's what this feature is for, a Forbes feature. And of course, I could not do a Forbes feature if I do not shout out all of the people who were here with me day one. I know you guys had heard me speak about my producer in the past, but I want to kind of give you guys a little bit more insight on him. Uh, my producer's name is Abram. He is a freaking NSU alum. Okay, so we're going to start there first. So Abram is a professional audio engineer. He has extensive background in engineering. Okay, and I don't mean engineering like on buildings and things like that. We mean audio engineering in, in that regard. And he's been doing this for at least about 12 years. He's fluent in all genres. And he has a lot of credits that goes to artists Lex, Luger, T-Pain, Sony ATV, Kirko Banks. And he's currently working at Black Element and Black Label Recording. You can find Abram in Hampton, VA, 757. And if you need anything, and I, guys, when I say anything, I mean voice work. I mean support. I mean advice. I mean working on things, songs. So all my SoundCloud rappers out there, this is for y'all. Listen up. This is for you guys. If y'all need work, I know Abram's probably people like jazz now, really. <laughs> but if y'all need work, y'all need any audio work done, if you don't necessarily know what it is that you need to do, what step you need to take, email him like, Hit him up, figure it out, and he will work with you. Abram was so patient with me. And not only was he patient with me, but he continues to work with me, like, literally to this day. To this day! To this day! And let me stop. I need to stop imitating memes and videos on the internet. It's crazy. But, Abram, I wanted to thank you again. This Forbes feature, I cannot really do this. This Forbes feature is for you. You literally recorded me doing this, explaining it to you, my idea. So, I would be remiss if I did not give you my first real Forbes feature. Thank you for helping me put this together. And not only that, y'all, but, like, my audio was really distorted and kind of messed up when I, um... When I did the original uh, coming to the board segment and literally I was freaking out. I'm looking up videos, trying to like make sure I under I do it right. I never was an audio engineer expertise. I know my way around audition and different things. So I was communications media major, but like that's not my speed. Like I just want to talk and enlighten the world. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I, when I get to a place where I can hire people, I will happily do that. But like. I just want to like get the message out and not stress so much about like having to do every single thing. But because I'm just starting, I have to do every single thing. But literally, I sent it to Abram. I was like, hey, yo, Abram, like, please help me out. I, I don't, I'm looking at YouTube videos and it's working a little bit, but like, I can't do it. And he fixed it for me. And Abram, I appreciate you the long way. So make sure you guys show Abram some love. You can find him on Instagram at Mixed by Abe and my XED. 
by B-Y-A-B-E, or you can email him, DawsonAbram28 at Gmail, D-A-W-S-O-N-A-B-R-A-M 28 at Gmail. Shout out to you, A. Appreciate you. All right, class. So we are wrapping things up. We are on our way out of here. Let you guys go. But homework for this week's class is first, go to your ex's page. I'll wait for you guys. Go on Instagram, search him, Facebook, um, Twitter, LinkedIn. I don't know. Email. I'm not sure. And just start liking all the pictures. Nah, it's like, nah, it's like, nah, I'm joking, I'm joking, I'm joking, I'm joking, I'm joking, I'm playing, I'm playing. But not for real. Um, really take a look within yourself and kind of just look back to the you, you were back when you were dealing with situations that you no longer wanted to deal with. If the situation was a, a negative ex, then give yourself a pat on the back. Thank yourself. Like, shout out to you. Shout out to your growth. And if it was an ex that you got let go of and that you want that old thing back, you try to figure that thing out. Hit him up. Tell him Sonny sent you. So without further ado, guys, make sure you guys continue to follow me on Instagram. And if you're not following me already, then make sure you do that at Sonny Forbes, the podcast on Instagram, S-O-N-N-Y-F-O-R-B-E-S, the podcast. And then also follow me on Instagram, your favorite instructor, Sonny Forbes, S-O-N-N-Y dot Forbes. I look forward to talking to you guys as always. And much love, much love. Can't wait till next class. Make sure you guys stay up to date. Tune in. Bye-bye.